everyone, a Nerd Name Mark here with episode 74 of a Nerd Name Mark podcast. I know, it's been like two weeks. I told you guys I was going to be more consistent. I tried. Work has been kicking my ass. Literally, I worked one week, eight days in a row after the last episode. Eight days in a row. Then I had two days off, strictly because I requested them off because I had my first dose of the vaccine. For those of you who have not seen the video, I did a whole vlog on YouTube about it because I don't vlog a lot, but I decided to document my 24 hours with it and, you know, it went good. A little pain, a little out of it the next day, but I'm fine. But then right when that happened, seven days straight in a row. I'm actually off finally. Uh, structure of this podcast will be a little different because I don't have any new comics. I bought comics in the last couple of weeks. Uh, I read them. I boarded and bagged them. And I put them, organized them in my my boxes. So I can't, other than a couple of Power Reader ones, and this, I actually don't know off the top of my head specifically all the issues I picked up. Uh, I will, you know, so there's no comic book section. Uh, as you can see, for those of you watching behind me, things have changed. I'm redoing my studio corner recording area over because I needed more space. I needed more organization. So that's why that is a mess right now. Um, so there's no real topic th this week. Um, if anything, it's just kind of like with everything going on with video games and entertainment, like I don't really have much to talk about for a main topic. Uh, so it's just going to be a little bit of everything. I'm going to talk about a lot of video game stuff. Uh, that's for sure. And, you know, I'm actually going to talk about my collecting again. Because, like, I'm really, for those of you watching on YouTube, I obviously really got back into collecting and displaying my collections. And so I was like, you know, I'm just going to, this is going to be an overall just nerdy, chill episode where I'm just going to talk about my games I've been playing, possibly interject some uh, anecdotes and complaining about work <laughs> and all these other things. Because, yeah, so it's not going to be a ridiculously long episode this week. Uh, hopefully I'll have some topics soon with some movies coming out and movie news, which I'm going to be brushing up on in this uh, podcast episode also because we had some new trailers for some movies. I'm excited for some, curious about others, and then questioning if I'm even going to watch anything. Uh, so, yeah, before we get into that, let's just talk about the video games. Let's just talk about what I've been playing because I've been busy, so obviously... I haven't had that much time to play video games, or so you would think. I actually been playing a lot of video games thanks to the Switch. I picked up a uh, Nexomon Extinction. I've been playing that on the Switch. It's basically Pokemon. All right, uh, that's that's really it. it's just a Pokemon clone, but I'm really enjoying it. Uh, Retro Mania Wrestling finally came out on the Switch. I had my deluxe edition physical one come in the mail. I did a whole video review on that on the YouTube channel. So go. Go to YouTube and search a nerd named Mark. If you're watching this episode on YouTube, hey, just click the videos tab, uh, hit the subscribe, look at my videos. I have a review of that. It's a great game. Just a love, like a love letter to classic arcade and NES wrestling games. I cannot say enough good things about it. I look forward to future content being released as well. Um, other than that, just a lot of Outriders, <laughs> honestly. Uh, that game being added to Game Pass was probably my greatest downfall because I have already beaten the game on my with my Technomancer. I'm going to make alts of the other class types as well at some point. 
Um, I'm honestly just biding my time waiting for Pokemon Snap 2 or new Pokemon Snap to drop at the end of the month. Or is it next month? I don't know if it's this month or next month. I don't know. I'm just waiting for Pokemon Snap 2. That's like the big next release that I really, really care about. Uh, and so that's really been gaming. I mean, also, I've been playing W Supercard again on my phone drastically. Um, WrestleMania 37 tier dropped. So I've been playing that excessively. And that's really for games. Uh, there's not really, there's been a lot of time, but there really hasn't been. Because what do you think about, you know, I'm getting up for work at 530 in the morning to get ready, drink coffee, you know, etc. wake up. And then I'm going to work that I'm coming home, got to decompress, relax, play video games for like an hour or two, you know, watch something, spend time with the lady. Then it's get ready, go to sleep. And dinner's in there too, you know, obviously. But yeah, so I haven't really, you know, been playing too much. Same with comics. Like I read my comics where I get them and then I put them in. Like I didn't get any comics this past week. So next week's episode, I will most likely have some comics because I got to pick up this week's and the upcoming week's comics as well. So I'll actually have some comics to talk about. And yeah, so that's really it for games. A brief, I, mentioned, I mentioned WrestleMania, so let's talk about WrestleMania 37, shall we? Uh, okay. Uh, I dig the two nights. I really enjoy it because it's not all in one sitting. I get to relax. But this year's WrestleMania didn't like, I don't know, it did feel like a WrestleMania, if that makes sense. Like, don't get me wrong. Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks for night one killed it. Nice way to close out the show. Uh, it, uh, so, like, it's my top five for Mania matches this year. Cesaro and Seth Rollins killed it. The triple threat between Daniel Bryan, Edge, and Roman Reigns was amazing. My favorite match. Um, Honestly, there's just not, I don't know. It just, I wasn't into it. I don't know. And I'm watching the product. Like I'm watching SmackDown every week. I'm dabbling and catching up on Raw, but I'm just not, I don't know. I just, it didn't feel like Mania season. And then the Monday right after did not feel like a Monday after Mania. Usually there's big drastic returns and this and that and shaking things up. And it just felt flat. Uh, SmackDown wasn't bad for post-Mania, but I don't know, this whole, lately, it just hasn't been feeling like a spectacle, if that makes sense. And I don't know. I don't know if it's just at the point where it's like, maybe I need a break from wrestling again. or this, But it's just like, I'm not feeling it. I wasn't into it. I know a lot of people are like, this is a great mania from start to finish. This, that. Like, hey, that's your opinion. Like I said, everything I'm saying is just my opinion. And for me, this year's WrestleMania just didn't, it didn't do it for me, honestly. And that's nothing against the talent, the performers, or anything like that. It's just I wasn't into it. And I don't know why. So maybe I might take a break from wrestling for a bit until maybe like Money in the Bank or SummerSlam or something like that and just see if that renews my interest back into wrestling. So I might be taking a break from it. Um, just going to continue to try to watching things. Dude, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Holy crap. What a show. Like, the season finale is this upcoming week. Uh, I'm mad it's only six episodes, because WandaVision, I think, was eight or nine episodes, and Falcon Winter Soldier was only six, but consistently, every episode has been amazing. Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan have great chemistry. But not just that. It's just the writing. We get Winter Soldier basically trying to write the wrongs that he did now that he remembers everything. We even got a flashback to him at Wakanda and how he 
basically got snapped out of his brainwashing from Hydra, which was really cool. See, then we got, you know, Sam and, you know, his family dynamic with trying to get loans to save the family business, racial charged issues and this and that. And I'm like, holy crap, this is one hell of a show. This is great. If this sets the tone for how, because I loved WandaVision, don't get me wrong. But I loved it because I like classic sitcom television shows. So the first three episodes really are what drew me in. And then the last two episodes were good. But it was the pacing was weird on it. Whereas Falcon Winter Soldier, if this sets the tone for how all future Disney Plus Marvel TV series are going to be, yes, please. Give me all of them like that. I love it. I'm hoping Loki continues this trend of quality. But I'm not sure. Um, Some other things. That we're watching, um, I'm still watching from a Toku standpoint. I'm still watching uh, Zenkaiser, which is Super Sentai, which is Japanese. Uh, basically, the inspiration for American Power Rangers. I'm still watching Kamen Rider Saber. Episode 31 just aired over the weekend. Uh, I really love Kamen Rider, if you can't tell from my Kamen Rider shelves and this and that. Uh, so keeping up on that. I'm trying to think... Well, since last time I did a video, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong came out. That is... I have a review up on YouTube for that. That... I like that movie, okay? It was good for what it was. I enjoyed it. I got to see a giant lizard and a giant ape punch each other in the face repeatedly. And that's really all I wanted. Like, a lot of people are complaining about the human element of the movie. And it was just... And this and that. And I'm like, no. No. You can complain about the stuff that's warranted complaints, but let's face it, it's Godzilla versus Kong. That's all that matters. There could have been some more, but I think they handled it right, and the beginning had some pacing issues, but at the end of the day, I, great popcorn flick, giant monsters and kaijus just beating each other up. I enjoyed it. That's all that mattered to me, personally. I know some people didn't like it, but hey, we're all entitled to our opinion. Speaking of opinions, I'm mad that I have a feeling from because of Warner Brothers announcing things. I have a feeling the Batman, the live action Rob Pattinson, is not going to be the long Halloween storyline that I predicted and hoped for because Warner Brothers Animation and DC Anim they're putting out the long Halloween as an animated film. Now, for those of you who don't know. I love The Long Halloween. It is one of my favorite Batman stories. For those of you who are listening to this and not watching this on YouTube, I'm holding up my big, thick old trade paperback. Very violently, actually. That was actually my bad. I shouldn't have held it like that. For Batman The Long Halloween, I love The Long Halloween. It's one of my favorite. Between that, um, Hush and... I mean, there's a few other, like, Court of the Owls, you know, uh, Death in the Family, stuff like that. But, like, Hush and The Long Halloween are my two favorites. I do like The Killing Joke, and because it's more recent, Three Jokers is phenomenal. But from an older standpoint, The Long Halloween and Hush are always going to be my favorite. I enjoy them so much. I reread them constantly. I'm happy we're getting an animated film for it, but I really was hoping that's what Robert Pattinson's live action The Batman was going to be. And coming full circle, 
we're getting a Commissioner Gordon series for HBO Max that ties into that. And a lot of people, there's a lot of memes going around because, like, we already got that. It was called Gotham. And I did love Gotham. Don't get me wrong. I just think, from the standpoint of a few of the villains and the snap being added in, it shouldn't have been that way because it was bleeding lines too much into Batman and making it more of a Batman show. But I like I loved Gotham. Gotham was such a good, especially the first like two or three seasons. So good. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Then it didn't get bad. It just didn't appeal as much to me, if that makes sense. So yeah, you know we had the long Halloween and. Keeping the trend of DC, uh, everyone is really pushing for Joe. I always I always mess up his last name, so I'm gonna say I call him Joe um, Mangos. Uh, his Deathstroke to get a series on HBO Max to have Ben Affleck's Batman in it, or some sort of Deathstroke, because you know he's been showing images of him as Deathstroke. Ideas that were supposed to be in the Batman script that was supposed to have Ben Affleck, this and that. And let me tell you, I'm all for it. Give me Joe as Deathstroke. Just give me that show. Give me that movie. I would love it. I think with DC, they're really hurting themselves right now because, like I said, I've said it in the Restore of the Snyderverse. You gave Zack Snyder all this extra money, let him go through and put out his cut of the Justice League. People want that level of quality now. People want, and people also want the, those characters to continue to be in films. So, yes, we do have uh, Ezra Miller as The Flash. We have Ben Affleck in that one. We have Robert Pattinson as Batman. Michael Keaton, I believe, COVID issues and traveling. He's still slated to be in that film. Um, you know, and then obviously we'll have like Aquaman 2 and another Wonder Woman. But people want the Snyderverse, these, these characters. We want Henry Cavill as Superman. We want Ben Affleck to be Batman in some capacity. Like, I get that. We want to see that story branch off that we were given and teased what it, what the next step could be. We want that, and I get it. And I'm not trying to do a lot of DC, like, Zack Snyder, like, jerking off freaking episodes. Like, I've been hypercritical. I'm not the biggest Zack Snyder fan. I think I'm not a fan of 300. Uh, I wasn't really a big fan of Watchmen. I wasn't a fan of Sucker Punch. It really honestly wasn't until Man of Steel. Well, no, I should lie. I like Dawn of the Dead and Man of Steel were like the two that I was like, okay, I like this. And I mean, let's segue right into it. Army of the Dead looks so good. I saw the trailer. I was like, this is great. I saw some elements from Land of the Dead in it, from them, the zombies being able to communicate, be like organized and structured, which is a nice nod to the last zombie film that Romero had his hands like a part of. Um, and... I believe he said this is a sequel to Dawn of the Dead. So I'm wondering what kind of tie-ins we'll get to that. Or any like nods or Easter eggs. But that's coming out I believe next month or so to Netflix. Can't wait for that. If you haven't checked that already. I did a trailer breakdown and reaction on the YouTube channel like I said. So go check out A Nerd Named Mark on YouTube. Go watch that video because I talked about that trailer. And another trailer dropped a day later. Fast and the Furious 9. And mmm. All I'm going to say is I'm tired of Fast and Furious movies only because I don't care anymore about the story or anything. I go to watch the action now, so it's just mindless fun to me. And I will say this. I want to go see this one, especially because we're getting our second vaccination in May. And I was like, you know what? 
I'll go see this in theaters. Why not? I want to see this. Plus, we got drive-ins out here. And if anyone who has been a long-time listener of the podcast, or if you've gone back and listened to older episodes, you know for a fact, I love me some drive-in theaters. So, I definitely am all on board to go see that movie 100%. Um, that's really it. I'm trying to think, like, for movie news, like, stuff like that. That's really everything I've been, like, watching, dat- like, enjoying from that standpoint. It's been, like I said, just a rough couple weeks. Like, it's been just, mm. And, honestly, most of my time has been spent, my free time anyways, when we go out anywhere, if I find figure hunting, basically. So, I've been hunting down, because I finished my NECA movie reels, Godzilla and King Kong stuff. Um, the last one I needed was the, uh, one of the King Kongs from a Fangoria magazine cover, I believe. So I got that one. So I was like, okay, I got all my Godzilla, my King Kongs from NECA. And I was just like, what do I collect now? What do I get now? What is the next, like, line that I want? Because obviously over the years, I've been getting the Power Ranger Lightning collections. And I've been getting a lot of the Kamen Rider stuff as they're coming out. But I needed, like, something new that wasn't going to be $30 to plus dollars per, like, figure or statue. Because the NECA line for the movie reels, they're nice, but they 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 range from twenty four ninety nine to like forty bucks. So I really need. So that's why I didn't get into like the Back to the Future or any of the horror ones because I was like, nope. So instead, I went for the NECA Toonie Terrors. Uh, I'm about two thirds of the way done with the set. If I have the two videos up now uh, of my figure haul going out and finding them and getting them uh, i like them because they're 12.99 you can find them at target or walmart that's why i find most of them they are on amazon but you're gonna spend like 30 plus dollars per figure and i'm finding them in stores so i'd rather play you know 12.99 than go through and have to pay you know double that if not more uh it's just one of those things where it's like you know what the detail is nice. They they're kind of they're kind of stylized like a Saturday morning cartoon style. That's why they're called Toonie Terrors. So I love that about them. So I was like, you know what? That's the next line I'm gonna do in between getting Power Ranger stuff, Common Rider stuff, and this now. I'm just gonna get these Toonie Terrors because I think there's 24 total. I'm at about 16 or 17 out of that. So that's my you know current sets that I'm going after. Uh, for me as a collector, it's always interesting. Uh, just try to make the decision of what I want to collect. You know, because there's there's a lot of options. Up. There's so much stuff. Like I'm still getting Power Ranger stuff. Uh, Super Seven has the reanimated like the uh, the old school. You know, cardboard like that the regular cardboard back with the smaller uh, reaction figures on them. They're like four inches tall, I believe, and they're doing Power Ranger line for that. And I'm like, I might have to get those. Because I do like Power Rangers. Like, I will go and stop and purposely get Power Rangers stuff in my collection. Have not seen them in stores yet. Some people have. They're not in my area. So that kind of sucks. Um, but that's really it. Like, it's just tough to decide on, like, what I want to do. Like, we go through phases where, of what we collect in our household. Sometimes, like, we went through a phase when uh, Fantastic Beasts first came out. And we were going and just buying up all the Fantastic Beasts Lego sets. Building them. I think we have almost all the Harry Potter Lego sets, except for one of the Hogwarts, like, massive castles and the newer ones that just came out. 
which are like the books for each house and you open it up and it's like a diorama diorama or something like that and i'm like eh we haven't because we're kind of burnt out on the lego stuff me personally i go through waves phases based on what's available so when i was collecting pokemon cards i was playing the game i still play the game but because of how scarce they are i am not finding them anywhere and it's kind of hindering me from playing the game because i don't have the newer cards so it kind of sucks and say with like Digimon, like I, I Digimon, I'm probably never gonna play that game, but I collect the cards because I love Digimon. Digimon's my shit, so that's you know where those come into play, and yeah, so it's just collecting for me. Like I went through my My Hero phase, but I would say phase. When I say phase, it's not whether or not I love something or enjoy something that I don't like it anymore. It's more or less collecting the stuff. Like My Hero, I got the Blu-ray movies, I got the seasons. I got a few nice, detailed, big statues. I have the games on the Switch and on Xbox. But it was like, okay, none of the other merch is really appealing to me. Like, I, it has to be, like, an appeal. Like, if I like something, I'm not going to buy everything for it. Prime example, Dragon Ball Z. I have a good amount of Dragon Ball Z statues. I have most of the most. Of, I, I still have back in the VHS sets where you put the VHS tapes, tapes in order and it makes, like, a mural. I still have a whole bunch of those. And I have a lot of figures and merch from that, but I don't buy everything Dragon Ball Z. I don't have any SH figure arts. I have a few statues. I have most of the pop Funko Pop finals, uh, maybe a lot of the convention exclusive ones, and ones that I think are entertaining on my favorite characters, like Tien and Chaozu. Tien is my favorite Dragon Ball Z character, so obviously I have most of the merches of him. Then I have the Dead Yamcha one, because let's face it, that's funny. That is hilarious. I don't care what it says. Dead Yamcha is hilarious. I got it. So, for me, it, when I say phases, it's phases of me buying the stuff, not phases of me of enjoying the show. As in, like, oh, once that phase is over, I don't like that show anymore. No, that is not the case at all. Like, because if that was the case, I would have stopped buying Power Rangers stuff long ago. Because after, what, four or five, maybe after, like, six years into the show being around, I stopped watching for, like, 17 years. So, but I still like Power Rangers. You know what I mean? So, that's just how I am with my collecting and yeah, there's, there's something like star Wars. Like after the newer trilogy, I'm not saying the newer trilogy is bad. I'm just saying it didn't fully appeal to me. I didn't fully like it, but that's my opinion. Do I still get star Wars merch? Yes. For things I enjoy, even though I didn't like the new trilogy, I love porgs. Okay. I have this porg right here. That my lady got me. Right. And what it does is apparently if I turn it on and I like tap it, it makes its noises, flaps its wings, and it moves around the floor. Um, it drives the cats ridiculously crazy. Like, the cats hate it, or they love it. I don't know. I can't really tell by their reaction of it. It could be love or hate. But I still get Star Wars stuff. It's just I don't go out of my way to have a Star Wars collection, you know? It's not really... I don't know. I love, like, there's some for to, like, Star Trek. I love... I, Star Trek, for me... Um. I like the films. I kind of got into the show, but I never got any. I've never had any Star Trek merch. See, like, there's just a lot of stuff. Like, so for me, I have to actually. If, if it's something I really love and I need in my life, I will get it. But if it's something that I don't need, but it's something uh, for a show I love, I'm not. I'm actually gonna pass up on it. Uh, there's only a few instances where I go through and I try and collect everything, like the Lightning Collection. I'm not getting anything post uh so right now most of the stuff i have is uh mighty morphin 
although it's based on all that stuff and villains. Zeo, because there's only, I think there's only been like two, maybe three Zeo characters released so far. Then I got a few Dino Thunder, and that's it. Except for villains, and I got like Lord Draken and stuff like that. But that's it. That's all I got. I'm not buying every wave when they come out. I'm not trying to complete a Lightning Collection set. I'm getting the ones for the seasons I like, which is different. So I'm a weird collector, honestly. So even behind me, I'm looking, and I'm just like, yeah. I have commoner stuff for only commoner seasons I've seen, and I like. I'm not going to buy. I, I hate being a completionist to just complete a set just to have the set. I'd rather, you know, get what I like and keep it at that. I know a lot of people, and I have a lot of friends who collect figures and do this stuff. They're just, they just want everything. And I'm just like, that's expensive. Like, no no shame in your game, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not trying to drop that kind of money. I want to get what I like, what I enjoy. Like, my main thing right now, my my addiction, so to speak, for collecting is Soto figures. And for those of you who don't know, Soto figures are, in Japan, they're a candy toy. So you usually you get two boxes, and... You need both boxes, and that's like a mini model kit with stickers for detail. Both boxes end up making one character. And they call them candy toys because there's a piece of candy in there. I honestly, usually it's like gum, or sometimes it's like actual piece of candy. So when you build all those, they end up making, you know, they have their own stand. They make a figure. And they're really nice. They're really detailed. And for those of you who are watching on YouTube... Uh, you got to just see one on the screen. For those of you listening, I just showed one off. But if you follow me on social media, you've seen all the photos already. So for me, that's my addiction. Each one of these boxes is about 7 bucks, So it's $14 per model kit figure to make. And some of them, they have one box to make them, which are Yudos or Shodos. And those usually are for like Ultraman or Super Sentai. Uh, most of the actual Soto stuff is Kamen Rider. And I'm a huge, like that's, that's my thing now because I can go over to here in San Diego. I've done haul videos and I talk about these stores all the time. Book off, uh, Mitsua Market, Tokyo Central and Maine, stuff like that. I always go over there maybe every other weekend once or sometimes even once a week depending on the work schedule. And they have my Soto figures and this and that. And that's when I get them. And I, I, I just enjoy having like it's something to do too. For me, like when it comes to collecting as a hobby and this and that. Um, I look at things like model kits and when I have a really long work week, I'm tired, I'm stressed, building Soto figures or Gundam models or entry grade or Bandai figure rise stuff, those calm me down. I know a lot of people can get frustrated building models, especially if you get into like the perfect grade and master grade. For me, that actually calms me down. It relaxes me. It, like it just slows the world around me down and I can just focus on getting, building it, putting it together and just breathing. And like, it's almost, it's almost like some sort of yoga or meditation for me. Cause I just zone out. I tone everything out. I put on some Amazon music. It just put on something like I'll put on like acoustic covers and just, I, I can kill two hours. Ended up making like a whole bunch of figures, or if it's a master of perfect grade two hours, I could probably make like a hand and an elbow, and that's about it. Because perfect grade and master grades are not fun, especially the larger scale, like one sixtieth scale. 
or 140s, whatever those big ones are. Like those take time. I have one. I haven't even built it yet because I'm scared. It's intimidating. But it's just kind of, you know, from the standpoint of collecting, for me, it's recreate. There, there has to be some sort of recreation to it. So like building. So it's, it's there's something cool about building a figure that you have on display instead of just buying one already done, you know. But even though a lot of my stuff is already built. Uh, a lot of people ask me because I was, I am a big wrestling fan. Why I don't have a wrestling figure collection, and the quote short answer is I do. Um, it's not on display. Uh, a lot of my stuff is back home with my mom in storage. That's how weird. My mom's not in storage. It's just back home where my mom lives in storage in a storage unit. Like my mom's not in storage. Like I just want to clear the air in case anyone reads into that weird and awkwardly. So. I have a lot of older stuff, uh, newer stuff wise, like I will get like the super Mattel elites and I keep them in the box. I just don't have them on display. Cause honestly, I don't know how to display my wrestling figures. Uh, I feel weird putting them with like my power Rangers, this and that like to keep things organized by theme. And I don't really have a lot to be like, Hey, look at this massive display of figures. It's, I just don't have that kind of setup, you know, uh, down the road, maybe. Um, but yeah, wrestling figures just, I don't know. Like I said, there's stuff I enjoy that has merch for it, and I just don't get the merch. It's just that's just how I am as a collector, and I don't. You know, there's no real, there's no real right or wrong way to collect things. If there's one thing I notice about my friends who are into figure collecting, all the YouTubers and podcasts like Major Wrestling Figure Podcast, and I have some other friends who do a lot of figure hunting and collecting, and you know, there's people who keep all their stuff in box like this. The reason why my Pennywise is still in the box is because I'm recording this and I haven't put it on the shelf with the others. Or I take a lot of my stuff out. But my Lightning Collection stuff, they're still all in box. It's just, there's no wrong way. It's just, you know, how you want to collect, how you want to display your stuff. I'm still working on my displays. That's why I'm kind of tired and out of breath right now because it's in the 90s. I have the AC cranked finally. And I've been built. I just built a bookshelf. Just started putting everything on it, cleaning, moving shelves around. A lot of stuff fell because I was trying to be uh, stubborn and move one of my bookshelves with everything still on it. But it's really slowly and carefully, but then everything fell off of it. So I spent a good amount of time uh, in making sure nothing broke and reorganizing. So yeah, that's really it for, you know, collectible stuff. Uh I am getting back into a regular scheduled podcast. It's just been hectic. Now that I have a, I'm back on a set schedule, just uh, between the vaccination, there's a lot of call outs at work and COVID uh, scares where, you know, even if you show symptoms and you test negative, they still want you to stay home for 10 days just in case. So that puts more of a workload on me. And I'm okay with that. Like I'm a workhorse. Like I've, I'm 35. I've literally been working for 20 years of my life. I've had a job. So I I can deal with that. Uh, so, yeah. But now that like my, my schedule this week is the same as last week. So I have a good, consistent set schedule. So I know when I can record, when I can get stuff done. So we're back to weekly. Glad. Like, uh, I want to say I appreciate everyone who reached out to me, whether it was on social media, friends who actually texted me. Uh, I had some emails even, which... A N N M pod at nerdtaku.com. I appreciate everyone who emailed me, uh, just you know, wondering where the show was, make sure I was okay. A few of you even 
who have added me on Xbox, uh, message me on Xbox, be like, oh, there's no show. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not, I'm tired. I don't want to be on camera. I don't want to record. I'm playing Outriders. And then, you know, we tried to call up some Outriders. So it's always fun. Uh, so yeah, I just appreciate everyone reaching out, making sure. Like, it's been, you know, I mean, I get it. It's been about, oh, like three weeks since I put out a show. Anytime I go to that and, you know, I'm busy and I don't get to put a show out, I feel bad because I love doing this. I don't make any money from this. I don't, you know, ask for any money. There's no Patreon. There's no, you know, nothing like that. So I do this for fun. It's a passion and I love doing podcasts. I love listening to podcasts. And it's just one of those things where I just, you know, I was busy and I, it, it makes me, it keeps me going doing stuff like this when I, when I, when I get people reaching out to me, asking me if I'm okay, asking how everything's going, like concerned when there isn't an episode. Cause I know I'm not doing like mass amount of numbers. I am happy. Uh, I did over a thousand watches on episode 73 on YouTube. Thank you guys so much. Uh, I just, I passed a hundred subscriber milestone on YouTube. That was great. Uh, podcast downloads from an audio version still there. So it's like, but having people, you know, reach out, it's just like, it makes, it kind of, it kind of motivates me to continue. Cause it's like, Hey, people actually enjoy this. People are listening to this. People want more episodes. I need to give them more episodes. So that's what you're getting. You're getting more episodes from me because I am now in a set schedule they even told me like hey this is how your schedule is going to be for a while are you okay with that and i'm like wait my schedule's not going to change it's going to be this i was like yes that is completely fine i can start planning and doing some content because yes i've been uploading youtube videos but it's a lot different for recording like an eight minute video because i got really good with davinci resolve so it's different to an eight minute video render it upload it walk away that is to do uh 30 plus minute video podcast rip the audio edit the audio then take that audio upload it as your audio podcast then take the audio again upload it to put it over the video and get rid of the old audio that you didn't edit so the video version sounds great it then render everything that's a lot of work and i don't like so and i'm not going to cut corners because remember i did that last year when COVID. i went through that slump where i was just phoning it in and being lazy and I told you guys I wasn't going to do that again. I'd rather not put out an episode than to be lazy and half-ass an episode for you guys. So that's where I'm at. So with that being said, this is episode 74 of a Nerdbait Mark podcast. 74 episodes. Like, that is ridiculous. We are vastly approaching 100 episodes. And I do believe, you know, it's April. We're about three and a half months away from the two-year anniversary of the podcast. That is ridiculous. Two years. I'm shocked. I can't believe it's lasted as long. I questioned if a one-man show could work, but I have had guests from time to time, so that helps. Uh, you know, I because of COVID, I didn't really get to do anything really massively big for the one year because it was around San Diego Comic-Con. And sadly, San Diego Comic-Con is not happening again this year. And I'm just like, man, you guys are really killing these anniversaries for the podcast without having any conventions. So I'm going to figure something out ahead of time. It's obviously like three and a half months away. I'm not even thinking about it. So I'm just going to focus on getting 75 next week. But I thank you guys for listening. 
to episode 74 of a Nerd Named Mark podcast. My name is Mark, and I'm a nerd.